0: That's a brand new episode of the Major Issues Podcast, brought to you by Comic Book Click. And as you know, I am never alone. Sir, please introduce yourself. we are, Maximus. Clowness Maximus, it's been a long time. You are now here in studio as part of the Major Issues family. Uh, It's been a while, brother. How you been?
1: We back again. We back again.
0: I had to contact your secretary, who had to contact your assistant, who had to pry you away from Spider-Man on the PS4. Yes, this is <laughs> as, true. I, as I've heard, this is true. Uh, without spoilers, how you liking the game? I don't, as you as uh, you know, and maybe the fans at home know. I do not own a PS4, so I've been a little bit uh, dealing it's, it's, with fear of missing out. It's but
1: bananas. It's crazy. That good? Like oh yeah, is that good? I still haven't beaten it. I still haven't beaten it. How far are you? I'm really, really milking it. I'm trying to get the platinum. You know, um, I'm 80%. Is that a difficulty level? Or what? No, that's like getting everything done, done. Okay. So that's the platinum trophy. Okay. So I'm trying to get everything, everything before I even kill off the story.
0: So you're doing the side missions before I'm, doing this? I'm the
1: doing the side missions while I do the story, but the side missions take priority. for So that way I could just enjoy the, the story. What's the difficulty
0: on that? that
1: game. Um I for, I forget it's um spectacular, amazing and I forget but I mean, the other like, one. like in your opinion? Um yo, it gets intense. It gets kind of it hard. gets yeah, it gets intense sometimes. <laughs> it gets intense.
0: I've been watching the like web-slinging videos and stuff like that. All that stuff seems incredible. Beautiful. It seems crazy.
1: Everybody has the same reaction. Everybody that um turns on the game and the first swing, the first thwip is <laughs> just like
0: I've heard i I've heard a reviewer say, "Why even do anything? Why don't you you just Turn on the game and web slay And I don't. Yeah, that, that too.
1: I also turn on the game with that in mind too. Um, to be honest, um, I haven't beaten the game, so I don't know what, what how it ends. So I don't know if there's a sequel gonna be, happen or whatever the case is. Um, if they if they do decide to do a sequel, it'll be I'll, I'll be surprised as to how. But I gotta. I guess I gotta finish the game. Right. But the game is just that good. Like it's perfect.
0: We we're having this conversation off air, but this is the all the proof that Sony needs that Spider-Man is a asset, right? Yes. Like this is I suck my I suck day. my teeth because <laughs>
1: <laughs> because that means Sony ain't gonna probably ain't gonna wanna give him up when when is that when? Um, Far From Home comes around the corner. So
0: there's that um, like that's icon- rubbing me the wrong way. There's that iconic picture. It's like of like famous images of like a tank and one person standing in front of it with their hand out or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's Sony. And the tank is the MCU. MCU. Literally, everybody else has fallen to the might that is Marvel. <laughs> Sony is holding out with the Spider Man stuff. And, like I said again, uh, proof is in the pudding. The PS4 Spider Man game is. Yeah, hell yeah. Very I got the well whole received. shebang,
1: the whole shebang, bang. And the PlayStation, the PS4 Pro Spider Man is, oh my God, it's so gorgeous.
0: Um, DLC?
1: Uh, DLC drops actually in October. Okay. So that's also why I'm holding on to the finishing to the game too. So that way there could be more for me to do. You know what I mean? But, it, it, um, it
0: looks similar to Arkham. And Arkham's DLC, I think, dropped every month after the game.
1: So it's, um yeah, it's for three months. It's October, November, and December.
0: Okay. That's pretty cool.
1: So I don't know how big the stories, those stories are going to be, but they're going to be each different stories.
0: Ah, so it's not just um like costumes and stuff. It's actual side missions or main missions. Yeah, like, actual side missions piece, and main pieces missions. Pieces of the story. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I mean, you you're a humongous Spider Man fan. You saw this oh, yes. PlayStation in a commercial and had to have it. You now own the Spider Man. I, I actually got um <laughs> actually got
1: tagged on it on Facebook by my cousin Joey. Um, and two hours later, I went and. Made the um, pre-order. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: that's awesome. That's absolutely awesome. Uh, with that in mind, and with the humongous success of the Batman stuff, the the rumors of a Superman open world, and now you've played the Spider-Man open world. What What I, do you think is next? What do you? What I do you, I what? will
1: never. Well, let me not say never. I will not. It would be hard to accept any other superhero game to, that comes out after this Spider-Man. To like, I just it's got to be like this. It has to be. I I mean, depending on on the character and stuff like that, I mean, granted, you'd be able to do different settings. Everything doesn't have to be in New York City, you know, so um, it has to be like that. Could you
0: imagine an actual open world game? Like, if you were Superman and you could, like, fly so high... That all the cities look small, and you go to another country or something like that. That would be pretty cool. That'd be badass. I always wanted a flash open world game. I feel like that'd, that'd be crazy, kind of crazy. You
1: you run, 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 you run so fast you start running through water. I mean, over water and stuff like but that. But you that'd know be me, crazy.
0: Uh, just like how in the Lego games when you start to um fly or whatever, they'll play some kind of music or whatever. Mm-hmm. I would want that every time I'm. Flashed, oh, that's that's
1: that's in, in Spider Man too. What do they play? <laughs> so um, they'll give you the heroic music for, for Spidey and it is okay. um, it is super fitting. It reminds you of, a, of an Avenger score and everything like that. Okay. But it's like it's very Spider-Man-y.
0: I gotta look into who did that score because those yeah, video games yeah. get scored. So you know? when you
1: um, when like he's on the rooftop and stuff just chilling and there's nothing playing or when you start the, or when the game starts you can jump off the building land on the street and the music won't play. The no. music will only start playing once he starts swinging. So ah. once he once you once you start that's well, cool. that's the Batman one, but you yeah, know, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Easter eggs, villains—they got a lot. Uh, of, a lot of, you don't got to pop anything here. There are a lot of Easter there's, eggs. There's a lot of Easter yeah, eggs. Everything, is Spider fan, Spider fan. Spider, I guess you could call them a Spider uh, fan. A, a little once. bit because
1: you got you got Avengers Tower up in up in New York City too. So that also. Um, Keeps everything, oh, oh, not away, but keeps everything there. So if they do want to bring in some more people, yeah, they can.
0: I saw the Sanctum Sanctorum.
1: Yeah, Sanctum Sanctorum is in there. Um, the instead of the, the dog, I mean the bull in um in downtown Manhattan. Yeah, they put Lockjaw instead. Ah, Lockjaw, everyone's so favorite that's cool.
0: pupper. That's good. That's good. Um, yeah, I, everyone who's who's played it. Says it's amazing. Says it's everything in that in a video game that one would want, especially a superhero video game. And we haven't really heard much about this Man of Steel open world, so I'm hoping that that comes out uh, soon. Or sorry, Superman in general. But speaking of Superman in general, me and Dan were talking last week. How are you feeling about this this Superman news, this Batman news? Like what, what's going on here? What's going? I don't this know, is like man.
1: I don't, it's a lot of this. This reminds
0: me of like remember high school when you would get put in a, like a group to do a science project and all of a sudden <laughs> one person's not picking up their phone and another person's not bringing the car, the the uh, construction paper. Like what's going on here? I thought we had our Justice League. I thought even though it wasn't great, mm-hmm. I thought we at least had it. What's going on?
1: I don't know, man. And I like Henry Cavill as Superman a lot, a lot, a lot. He was this was a, a Superman that I got to actually um enjoy and invest in yeah invest myself in and to um go so long without a man of steel 2 and feeling like we should have one already (laughs) yeah it's kind of i kind of feel jerked a little bit and um and especially the to know that the batman movie isn't filming and stuff like that either or even started so
0: (laughs) or even like yeah because initially that's how they got Ben Affleck on for the role of Batman was they were saying that you can direct your own yeah, Batman yeah he was the
1: directing and the directing the Batman and speaking of which I haven't heard any Flash news either so I'm Man. just like Man
0: so every time every time that someone mentions a new DC EU movie coming out I always bring back Flash because um it's easy to do the the, the big 3 Presumably, yeah. with, where, where they're having issues <laughs> with Batman and Superman, but the Trinity of Wonder Woman, Batman, and Superman have lasted over eighty years apiece, and they're they're seemingly quite simple to translate when you've paid attention to where they've come from and their roots. Um, so like the lo- the lofty ideas like Justice League Dark, and um, even like Gotham City Sirens is casting. Yeah, that's getting some more traction now. And that's too. getting traction. It's like. What is Gotham City Sirens when your Gotham isn't... Isn't is right. Right. You, know, what you what know, like, what are we what are we doing here?
1: I... ah oh, man.
0: And we had a whole episode talking about the future of the DC it's, right? It's, we were trying to It's decide. hard to
1: not catch an attitude when it comes to, like, talking about that. Because you talk about the sirens, and I can see them, like, perched up on a roof. But at the same time, in that same shot, I can see Batman grappling in the back all the way, like...
0: Kind of like what happened in Suicide Four, five, Spy.
1: six blocks away. You know what I mean? So it's like...
0: I uh, really, really like... to know
1: that we're having Batman trouble.
0: <laughs> I really, really like those Batman cameos in Suicide Squad.
1: Yeah, that was cool when he met up with Deadshot. Yeah, when he uh, and punches like
0: Harley in the face. I don't know if that was that great, but he, <laughs> definitely, he definitely does that. Uh, while on the thing of Harley, the Harley Quinn and Joker movie, he's still good to go with Jerry Leto in the spot as mm-hmm. of the Joker, but I guess he won't be the only Joker we're dealing with. Sir Phoenix. What is your take on the footage that's been released of um, Joaquin Phoenix?
1: I didn't think I was gonna end up liking it as much as I as much as I thought I was gonna be. Uh, um the actual footage for that was like what? Like thirty seconds. It was an actual teaser. So um I kept looking at it and they have different shades of it. Like I, I caught an old school shade of it from um from back in the day. Um the mask was well not the mask, the um paint was reminiscent of the um of the I wanna say Dark Knight <laughs> of the Batman um Batman trilogy. So, um that was kinda cool to see. I guess they were paying a little little nod to that or whatever the case was.
0: It's crazy because the paint, um the that I had those first same thoughts, right? It's like the paint reminds you of the um mask that's worn by Joker in the uh Dark Knight. Dark Knight, right, in the early, um, the robbing of the bank, right? There's a scene in Batman 66 where Cesar Romero, the guy who wouldn't shave his mustache, um, where he wears a very similar um, face paint. It almost looks exactly identical to uh, Heath Ledger's.
1: I like the, I like the, the, what I like the most that I caught right off the bat was the, um, was the smile, his smile fading in. Right. Into it. So when we got to the full Zoom, it was, he was completely smiling. And then he did like the smirk with the eyebrow. Right. That was cool, too.
0: Um, that man's face is very interesting. I remember saying that when I first saw him, you know, I, I've been a fan of his since Walk the Line and stuff like that. Um, but his face looks like it tells a story. There's so many odd creases. He has mm-hmm. that cool scar on his lip. Yeah. So he looks like he's been through like, stuff. Ooh. So the idea that he is going to be our Joker with where... A lot of Joker is just the look, you know. Heath Ledger captures you before he even says anything. Mm-hmm. Then he says stuff and it hypnotizes you. But before then, it's just the aesthetic, just the look of uh, the Joker.
1: I mean, I'm in it. I'm in it. I'm liking it. Uh, I go. See, um, I'm not. Go- I wouldn't say I'd go see it yet because I want something. I want a uh, super trailer. So when the, did they say when that's coming out?
0: No. And I don't know where you would fit it, yeah, right. Exactly. Especially if you're still considering maybe a shared universe, and is or is the the proof that this is coming out a sign that we're not that they have no interest in doing a shared universe anymore? That those are all things that are possibly on the table. Maybe they're just gonna say screw it and do their own thing and do their own one shots, like <laughs> what are you with guys the Joker and doing stuff. Doing over there, man. Which means that <laughs> we're definitely never getting a Robin anything ever, oh. ever. I mean, we got Titans. <laughs> That's coming. That's on its way. That'll be here next uh, week. Bleak but, Batman. but this here is John Wayne Gacy. He is a serial killer who used to dress up like a clown. And I think the paint is also very similar to that. And considering that he's a real life story, that You're maybe right. they're trying to play uh play that up there. But um yeah, we had both the little, what they call the screen test footage. And we also had a little bit of train footage. Oh yeah, uh, I, I
1: kind of seen that. Yeah, walking out of the train and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. That was cool.
0: He seems to have the swagger. Yeah, the hair's yeah, there. Yeah,
1: definitely. He's
0: the him and Heath are the only two jokers I know with that hair. With so with I, long. I really want to see how so, this I mean,
1: trailer is going to be. I'm looking forward for it to coming out. Real, well, not real soon, but I'm eager for it to like come around to be around the corner.
0: And then my thoughts are cuz you
1: got Shazam and Aquaman out there already.
0: Yeah. My thought, and those are—I'm assuming—shared universe. Yes. But Superman was supposed to cameo in Shazam. He stole the the words right out of my mouth. So, so what? Maybe that's when they were like, "Nah, screw it. We're doing our own thing."
1: Maybe Cavill
0: can't be bothered. Then we're not gonna.
1: Maybe they want his mustache.
0: Yeah, that's true. People, people coming for that mustache. Um. Within the but between the last time I've seen you, two big trailers have dropped. (laughs) One. From the MCU, the last film before we get our Avengers Four is the Captain Marvel trailer. Yeah. Me and Dan the comic man didn't get to chop it up about it because Dan is doing a cleanse of trailers. He says he doesn't want to see any trailers leading up to these movies. Interesting. Interesting. Interesting take. I will also like to like, you know, compare notes when we're once we're done with mm-hmm. the movie to see if he had a more enjoyable experience. But me, I'm too much on this stuff. I, I'm too yeah. I'm too hooked so, uh... in. Uh and I want to be able to Talk it up with the click. So
1: I was, I was satisfied spiritually with the Captain Marvel it trailer. Was the, it was the first trailer, and you know how Marvel is; they'll give us something else closer to it.
0: Oh, so definitely.
1: I'm looking forward to that second one where they show just a little bit more. But to be honest, I kind of don't. I kind of don't need a little more. I don't. I'm, I'm not. You know. I'm,
0: but I feel like we I'm don't satisfied. because we're going. I, I, feel, I like, feel like we were going, even if there was no. I trailer. feel like this is
1: something we I deserve. So I can't. I. I I'd be like, who am I to ask for more? <laughs> yeah,
0: but I also feel like they don't have to win us over. Where are we where Oh no, nah, I feel
1: go? I feel completely safe for whatever they got planned and whatever they want to put out, or for well, with anything they put out. Yeah, because um, people. I had somebody ask me, "Well, what about her hair?" I was like, "Bro, don't worry. They they, they got that covered." I was <laughs> like, "They got that covered." So,
0: <laughs> so it's funny because um, I knew close to nothing about Captain Marvel, Carol Danvers. Mm-hmm prior to let's say infinity war right and i i mean i knew she was like a member of the avengers i mm-hmm. knew that she was a high-powered member i read uh civil war 2 where she was going against tony stark and she was she had a really big role in that um but i i did that very very deep dive on the character mostly miss marvel a lot of miss marvel right right right, right. Um, and that's what
1: a lot of people say too, you know. So. Majority
0: of it's Miss Marvel until she gets rebranded. I want to say in 2012, and that's where she gets the 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 do and the the new clothes. Yeah. And I'm gonna be I'm gonna take Captain Marvel's name. Captain America is actually like might as well do it. You're already calling yourself Miss Marvel. Might mm-hmm. as well take the whole thing be Captain Marvel. Um, so I say all that to say, with everything that I've read, you're they're not gonna do all of it. So it's mm. about picking and choosing. And to tell you the truth, I would forgo... The haircut to get the helmet, and we got the helmet right. Yeah, <laughs> we got the helmet. Oh, so we bad. did get so the helmet, so and I was already marking when I saw the helmet in Marvel vs. Capcom, right?
1: Right, right, right. right. I was like, oh, yeah, 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 oh yeah.
0: cool. But then they do it here, and it's like, and they oh. show the
1: helmet twice in the trailer, too. She's hanging yeah, she's on like to it, yeah,
0: yeah. So it's breathing for her, that's which is awesome because then she can always use it in space and stuff. Um, I have been going around telling everybody she's a scroll hmm i half believe it half don't okay. i like to sometimes i like to just uh watch the world burn stir the pot yeah stir the pot and watch the world burn but my thesis on this idea and i'm not the only one to have it but is the idea that she looks like she's constantly discovering things in this trailer. like she's mm-hmm. looking through things looking around on shore i have memories here but mm-hmm. i can't really remember them so i think and i mean Marvel's been known to try to flip the script sometimes. I think that we will be following Scroll Captain Marvel for the majority of the movie. Mm-hmm. And she's going to use Nick Fury to piece together the pieces of her memory, quote unquote her memory, mm-hmm. that she thinks that she has, but they're actually been pulled from the real Captain Marvel placed into this uh scroll. And we got scrolls, yeah, yeah. And I think whenever you see her shooting something or attacking something and you don't see what it is, mm-hmm. it's because she's going to fight herself. I think they're going to unlock the other Captain Marvel, the real Captain Marvel. She'll probably be the one in the red and and, okay. and other joint. Fight the green jointed Captain Marvel. Uh, and ultimately, besides that, I think that what they can really do and probably are going to do is they're going to show that both sides, Kree and Skrull, are not 100% good or bad. Mm-hmm. And both sides are going to try to use Carol Danvers. And I think that she is going to be so over it that that's why she's not around. Mm, I kind of like, I can't trust the I, I can't, can't trust the humans. I can't trust the Kree. I can't trust the Scrolls. I'm out. So guess what? I'm out. <laughs> and don't you call me unless it's emergency. And when I talk about emergency, I mean like half the world, world disappearing <laughs> into dust. You know what? I go emergency. see a Captain
1: Marvel movie. You know? you know what
0: I'm saying? I'm talking about half the world disappearing into dust, kind of uh, uh, stuff, Nick. I'm All still right? I'm still kind of.
1: Stuck. I'm still kind of stuck on the cut. I hope she gets the cut in the movie or in the post
0: credit. I mean, if rip, maybe the real one got the cut. <laughs> yeah, the, the real one got the, other, go got the cut. I think I want to see the movie. <laughs> uh, how does Nick Fury lose his eye?
1: Mm, I will get that. We'll definitely you get think, that. You think it's, you think it's yeah. a, a I, scroll I, I we'll, think we'll get is, that. Maybe himself in the eye. I'm looking forward to seeing um, Youth Coulson. You know. Cause yeah. I remember coming through thinking, "Wow, Colson, you—I I get it, but you—you kind of look on the aged side, you know."
0: Wouldn't it be funny if like the whole movie goes, um, and nothing's happened to Nick Fury's eye, and like in a post-credit, he's like looking through something. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> give, me the, like, give me the. Give me the eye, like, damn it! He's like shaking his. Mostly empty, uh, cereal box. Looking for the prize, and the prize, <laughs> the prize is like a sword, <laughs> and it, go, <laughs>
1: it it's goes in his eye. eye. Damn it! He loses it, he uses it in the most inconvenient way possible. This is
0: the last time I trust somebody ever again. Hmm. Um, did you see the cat in the poster? <gasps> Getting no, I the cat's in the, poster, the bro. poster. Get out of here, Chewie's yeah. in the poster. Chewie is what? in the poster, <laughs> <laughs> and I, wow. I, I didn't did not it. know. I didn't,
1: even, I didn't even see the poster for Captain Marvel. I've been, I just been stuck on the trailer, so I haven't seen any, any art or anything like that.
0: I will pull up the poster, but in the meantime, would you like to tell these people about the other little Captain Marvel Easter egg we saw in Infinity War?
1: Ooh, yes, 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 and I, I lost it when we seen that. Um that when, they kind of, yeah, when they um when they meet Doctor Strange and Iron and Ironman slash Tony Stizzark um on the street, um, what's homeboy's name with the um the 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 space wizard? Um 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 Ebony, Ebony Ball. Moore. yeah. And who's that, Call Obsidian? Call Obsidian, yeah. So he tells Called Obsidian, like, yo, just go, go go get the stone, bro. And then he he says, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? So when he goes <laughs> So when he goes and he swings his little axe thing, you can see a, sa- a little sash or a piece of her, like, uniform or the color scheme of her uniform dangling off of his waist side. Yeah. And we didn't find that out till like, afterwards. And then when we went back to go see it, it's actually there. That it, is It was bananas. so crazy
0: because that everyone bad. was my sharing. Jaw,
1: my jaw was on the floor, like, to my knees.
0: Everyone was sharing the picture of Call Obsidian standing next to Ebony Ma um, with the axe in his hand. And they were circling where this sash was. And it looks – it's exactly – it's red and gold and blue, which are the colors of the of the um, Captain Marvel outfit. And it looks exactly like it. But when I saw it in the picture form with the circle around it, I'm like, what are the odds? I saw the whole movie, yep. and that's not in there. Yeah, Photoshop that.
1: Yep, that's exactly and, what I said until we went back.
0: I, and whatever – and then I go back to the the movie, and, and it's is, right there, it
1: dangling, swinging in plain the wind, as
0: day. <laughs> plain as day. And that just goes to show you that with so many Easter eggs, you got to think that there's like layers and layers and layers of this stuff. And to show you the layers and layers of this, as you can see here, this is a pretty cool Captain Marvel poster. Higher, faster, further, yeah, yada fire. yada. And then survey says, "Oh look, Captain Marvel, Carol Danvers, Ooh, that's and that's maybe still, Chewy? Where? <laughs> oh,
1: that's Chewy. That's that Chewy. That is Chewy. That's Chewy.
0: Oh Pretty cool, right? Pretty damn cool. Snap! Oh, snap! Oh, you can't say snap around her. You can't say snap around the Avengers. Oh my god! They don't like that. They don't like. They
1: don't like that kind of thing. But um, that's a mean trailer though. I mean, that's a mean poster.
0: Considering that it looked like a bunch of empty space, but no, right there, Chewy. Yeah. In all in all its <laughs> forms. Uh, it's funny because in the comics, um when rocket meets it rocket's like oh that's not a cat that's a flurkin and she's like what and he's like i'm going to kill it i'm going to kill this flurkin and he she's like what are you talking about don't you touch my cat don't you ever touch my cat don't try to kill my cat and he's like it's a freaking flurkin that's a flurkin i know a flurkin if you ever seen one and then all of a sudden it just like throws up a million eggs mm. the cat and its mouth opens up with these up big ass jaws and um rocket's like I told you i told you it was a flurkin <laughs> so I wonder if Chewie has any kind of alien, uh, you know, ancestors or... Nah. What's going on with that? She's the only one with the pet, and I'm with that. Is She might be the only MCU person with a actual animal. I'm, I'm with right? that. Wow. I'm with that. Yeah. That is crazy. I love my cats, too. Don't worry. But just like our... I mean, this is the woman that's supposed to save us all from Thanos. She will save us all. She will save us all from Thanos. Um, and... Just like a savior coming down from the sky to, to save us, the other half of that coin is something coming down from the sky to destroy us, and we were given a glimpse of that in the brand new trailer for Dark Phoenix. Now, me and you have not discussed at all how we feel about this. We've seen this trailer separately. We've talked a little bit about the Joker stuff. We've talked a little bit about um, Captain Marvel off-air, but I have not heard any of your uh, opinions about is it, the is Dark it, Phoenix trailer.
1: How do you feel? It, what is this Dark Phoenix? Is it like, is it an X-Men movie? Because I couldn't tell because it's just Dark Phoenix.
0: I swear. Okay, so let me, I of i kinda start. Th- I'm, <laughs> yeah, you want to start? I, a- I kind of want to start. Um go ahead. Go I, I want,
1: let me just prefix this by saying um, I want to like it. But because um, we know what's going on on that side of the field and stuff like that, it's like, well, I kind of feel like they're just giving it to us just to get rid of it. So, yeah. it's like,
0: ah. Oh. It was like mostly done, I guess.
1: Yeah, so I'm trying very hard to at least have it tickle my fancy.
0: I, um, two things crossed my mind when I saw this trailer. The first one was, we're still doing this, which mm-hmm. is never a good idea. Like, a never good uh and Magneto is
1: pissed, okay? Stop calling him back. But the thing pulling is... Pulling him back into well, the game. The the, you know what I'm saying?
0: The second thought... Because the first thought was, we're <laughs> still doing this. The second thought was, we've done this already. And when I say we've done this already, I don't mean uh, we've done an X-Men trilogy already or we've done a Dark Phoenix thing already or we've done a Magneto being mad thing already. I mean, we've done all of it. We have done all of this already. This looks like a trailer cut between all the x-men movies that have ever come out um, there's a there's a mutant and and all the cops are scared of it so they're gonna surround the mutant and the mutant in anger is gonna push everybody away like fire fist did in deadpool like like magneto did in x-men one like wolverine does in every x-men film i've seen this we've done this why are we still
1: doing this and, and why are you acting like a prick charles xavier because you ain't got no hair,
0: there was a time where I thought this <laughs> franchise was so bold to be on its own two legs just mutants, and yeah. they have a bunch to hang their head on. They have so many characters to hang their head on. I'm over Mystique being in the X Men. I feel like get her out of there. I feel like they
1: felt they could redo the Dark Phoenix thing and do it better, but it's like. Can we know, do kinda, something
0: else besides Dark Phoenix and Days of Future Past? Do we know, have anything I kinda else? Wanna,
1: I kind of want to go back and watch X3 now. You know? Like, <sighs> I don't know.
0: Logan was such a great movie. And also such an end to that kind of movie. That I thought we wouldn't have to see that kind of movie again. Right. And the fact that it's still here is just weird. It's just weird. It reminded me of... Remember when that ECW game came out? After all the Smackdown games that came out? <laughs> And the ECW game still had like the N64 controls. Like you had to press up, down, and left to do a, do mm-hmm, one mm-hmm. move or whatever. It's like not only are you guys late to the party, but y'all yeah, came with the late snacks. Like all your snacks are expired. Like this is terrible. Um, I'm not impressed with pissed off Michael Fassbender. I've seen this already. Nah, they killed his wife and yeah, his kid in keep, the last they, one. He keeps finding life and they what keep dragging he back. What in. He, he should
1: kill. He should plot to. It. He should kill everybody.
0: And what is he doing now? Before he was running away because everyone knew that he. Took a whole stadium mm-hmm. and dumped it. Look, it it. looks like he was
1: finally just chilling again. He's now. just chilling. Like, yeah, that's what it is. And they Domesticated, and that's why he told Charles everything starts with the speech, and then you tell us how <laughs> he's sorry like, you I'm are. Done like this. he, ta- yeah, I've like, seen it, all these movies, this. Charles.
0: <laughs> in a couple of years, they're gonna put me in some sort of plastic prison. <laughs> I've seen it all. Man, is there anything? Is there anything that gets you excited about this? I'm trying to think myself like.
1: It, it's gotta be Wolverine it's gotta be, yeah it's gotta be more more. <laughs> more ca- it's gotta be more characters it's gotta be more characters than the I movie. swear
0: they've been teasing us with nine movies of a Jubilee that we've never seen before where's Jubilee at? and
1: then they were talking about that that silly Gambit movie and you know it's like I heard that that still might, yeah, be, that's that's still saying, might be yeah that's what I'm saying still might be going how? why? How? why? how? you guys are about to just jump into the same sandbox in the MCU you think you think the same actors go, go over to MCU or they or they get different different peeps?
0: I don't know how that works. If I had to guess though, it would probably be the same actors unless they're gonna clear the entire slate. Um and as stated uh previously, Mark Ruffalo supposedly said that they didn't film the ending of Avengers Four yet. And that they're going to start doing yeah, that and, next month. And Monday. they
1: heard about reshoots and things and such, so right. I I've been telling everybody this. It is about to go
0: down. Now, I've heard a lot of people, and I don't understand if they're playing dumb or they might just be dumb. If something does go down,
1: this Dark Phoenix movie ain't even going to (laughs) matter.
0: I don't know if people are playing dumb or or if they're just straight up being dumb, but I've I've heard a lot of people like, oh, well, you know, they're doing reshoots, but I wonder for what. To me, only one thing has happened.
1: They're coming home, baby. only one, Literally, (laughs) only
0: one thing has happened. That would make them question changing anything, gonna, and that's the idea that we have everyone back.
1: They're gonna mess with time, and then the, the 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 school of Xavier is gonna be in upstate New York, right next door to the to the Avengers HQ. It's gonna be
0: another <laughs> sequence of like Tony with the I'm, nuke, and then he passes out when he wakes up. But I mean, you gonna have a uh, Bruce Banner there, and Bruce is gonna be like, "Wow, man, me and Reed didn't think you were yep. gonna make it," and he's gonna be like, "Reed, who the heck's Reed?" and then. You know, Boom. wow! Is that how you gonna talk about me? Boom. We've known each other for years, Tony.
1: And <laughs> it's crazy because they're gonna give they're, they're gonna give us um Dark Phoenix. <laughs> I don't even think New Mutants is even gonna make it out. It might not make at it all. out. It
0: might not make it out.
1: And if it doesn't make it out, what's gonna happen to it? I would love for them to like make it into like a TV movie.
0: And the mutant thing <laughs> in guess. general, right? is such a sticky thing because. The whole idea behind the X-Men is the fact that they're persecuted for being mutants. Mm-hmm. You can't just populate have a, to, bil- yeah, yeah. a million mutants <laughs> in the next movie. And we're supposed to be like, oh, well, have they always liked them? Have they always hated them? Did did something just happen? Did the snap, the 50% that come back, they're all mutants? I have <laughs> a feeling
1: the, the postcard for Avengers 4 is going to be heavy.
0: Man. Man. Shoot, I'm just I,
1: have, I feel like it's going to be the heaviest ever.
0: But to tell you the truth, man, with, with the Russo brothers, they have not missed a beat. So I trust them with whatever is going down with them. I do not trust whatever this X-Men thing is. Listen, listen. I don't want it.
1: If Marvel, if Disney it. has to buy the Sony studio to get Spider-Man, I'm with it.
0: <laughs> How do you feel about um, like the shows that they're trying to do, like Legion and Gifted? I haven't seen Gifted. I've seen some episodes of Legion. Legion is... Crazy, yeah, yeah. Legion is out of control. Everybody like,
1: tells me Legion is somewhat good, it's it's just the, like, he's schizophrenic, side. so you and can't tell a, what yeah, he's and telling, and tr- true, and it's a trick, too. Yeah, so, yeah, there's a lot of that. Legion, what else is the other? Um, Gifted is the Gifted. other show that they're doing. Gifted is uh, Gifted is on their second season now, right?
0: I want it starting up, yeah. Gifted, and if they got up the second season, it's
1: gotta be decent, you know, people gotta like it.
0: Yeah, I'm hoping, I am hoping, but. Let's get past the MCU news, the the uh, Fox News. Uh, Fox News. I thought I'd never say that on this podcast. Because uh, we are here to talk about the movie and the comic that seem to be tied. We're here to talk about ne- next week, the Venom movie comes out. Hmm. Sony's first attempt at trying to make the Spider-Man universe ha- happen without Spider-Man. Probably with the second most popular character in that franchise, Venom, uh, and the rumor was that this movie, starring Tom Hardy, was going to follow very closely to the 1993 six-issue arc, uh, Venom, The Lethal Protector. <laughs> <laughs> so, we decided that it would be cool for us to dive in. This is the oldest comic I think I've asked you to read. Mm-hmm. Did mm-hmm. you think any of it was like jarring, any of the designs or the word bubbles or any of that stuff? Did you have any issues?
1: Um, I, thought, I thought it was cool. Some of it was a little confusing at some points but I ended up getting the hang getting the hang of it.
0: Is it me or those older comics had way more exposition in it?
1: They had way more exposition <laughs> in it. Way more exposition. Like some of it is even unnecessary. Like yeah, it... just give me the panel, <laughs> you know, give me what Brock is saying and you know.
0: Spider-Man talks a lot to himself in this uh
1: Yeah, I like that though. I like
0: that. But um yeah, this is this was a uh, six-issue comic book uh, mini-series, limited series featuring Eddie Brock as Venom. Um, ran from February to July of 1993, and it was written by David Michelini. I hope I'm saying that right, and illustrated mostly by Mark Bagley. And they also marked the first time Eddie Brock received a series in which he was the main character, and going from villain to hero. So, the very first thing that we're told in this is that him and Spider Man have uh, an agreement. They have a pact. They have an agreement. (laughs) You don't try to kill nobody, and you don't try to kill me, and I won't go after you. And Venom relocates to San Francisco. Mm -hmm. How'd you feel about the new setting for for the uh, symbiote man?
1: I mean, you got to start off new, man. And if you don't want to end up in one of those boring square states, (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah, right. He went, He literally went all the way to the yeah. Other he side. went to the west coast, all we, the way to the west coast. We
0: find out later this because of Papa mm-hmm. It's because of Carl Brock, his uh, his father, his dad. But the Venom character uh, takes a, some pretty interesting turns in this book mm-hmm. because for most, you ask the uh, layman on the street, they'll tell you that Venom is a villain with the with the with the spit and the tongue and the mouth and the the scary uh
1: because a lot of people just know him with his beef of Spider-Man they don't actually know that he actually relocated and right. did his own little thing
0: and um you know that black suit that venom wears originally Spider-Man wore he was mm-hmm. given it in secret wars um and that even goes back that was like a that was like a fan art fan uh went in uh what was that what was that guy's name i know that um Oh yeah, Randy Schuler in nineteen eighty two, sent in a uh, like a fan art right. of Spider Man in a black suit with red, mm, like kind of like a Miles yeah, yeah. thing before and you get cha- Miles, and they changed it to black, and uh, they changed it to white. They changed the red to white. Okay, and they're uh-huh. like, "Oh, that's kind of cool. Let's 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 use that." And then the writer for Iron Fist um, was thinking because he used to draw, you know, issues, and they would cut Iron Fist's outfit. Mm. And then the next page, he'd be fine. So the answer to that, they were going to say that his suit was made up of some kind of molecular yada yada. Mm-hmm. That when it got attacked, it would just just put itself back, it back together. But when they end up not using that, they end up using it for Spider-Man, a living costume, an alien mm-hmm. costume, a living costume. And then they end up, uh, you know, offshooting it. I think originally, the character of Venom was going to be a woman. Uh Ooh. Who was wronged by Spider Man and was going to come for revenge? But we got Eddie Brock, oh, an ex. <laughs> we I got worked. We got Eddie Brock, who, uh, you know, man, with his size, just the, those teeth, that tongue, definitely a scary character for Spider Man. And when you consider that Spider Man is like the teenage hero of the of the most, like,
1: mm-hmm. it's it's hard to think. Uh, I extend all the branch. Um, it's and it's hard to think. Well, it's hard to um. That though with um, Venom has had more. Than, well, the symbiote of Venom has had more than one host. Yes, if people don't know, but the main it you forget because of Eddie Brock. Yeah, most I, I'm
0: actually very very surprised at how far they've gone with the mythos of the symbiote. Um, the Clintar, I think, is the name of the race yeah, of the yeah, symbiote. Yeah, yeah. Um, they have their own. They had their they own, own planet. Yeah, their I'm own sorry, planet. Galactus uh, destroyed it. And then, so they've just been scavengers basically since then, just trying to survive. And for the most part, they're they're not malicious, but you know, we've seen carnage and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. We've seen how. But
1: it all depends on the well, who, on who, they, yeah, who exactly. they latch onto and bond them.
0: And so originally, with Spider-Man having this green—I mean, green black alien suit—he uh, is able to discard it. Eddie Brock gets it, and because Eddie Brock and the symbiote are both mad at Spider-Man, they're able to have a. I guess a what you call a successful bond, mm-hmm. and they use that bond to try to take out Spider-Man. But it seems like Eddie's turned over a new leaf because we see him stop a mugger. <laughs> we see him stop a mugger. As Soon as he
1: steps foot up in San Fran,
0: he stops a mugger by pouring symbiote into his eyes, nose, ears, and mouth. Yes. Go oh, while wow, suff- I think choking him and is stuff like that. Him? Yeah. How do you how do you think about Venom's uh? Venom's way of superhero. It was funny because I was like, um,
1: I w- I'm reading that whole thing and I'm like, I hope you don't kill him, bro. Don't kill him. Don't kill. Him. I mean, I mean, just beat him up real bad. Just don't kill him. Then he ends up killing him. Oh yeah. And then leaves him there with the victim in the in the um in the alley.
0: Yeah. And he's still <laughs> and chatting. It up. And she,
1: yeah, uh, she, he's still chatting it up, but she is terrified, <laughs> even though she still got saved. And but he just killed his attack, her attacker.
0: <laughs> but watching him try to explain himself definitely puts you in a position of, oh, okay, wait, so this is like a w- way different Venom than I've ever seen, mm-hmm. because for the most part, between grunts and and things of like, I want to eat you, it's, they, Venom um, doesn't really, it's not really all that articulate.
1: I like I like the fact that they get to balance each other out. Yeah. So that's that's pretty cool. He doesn't they 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 um. They weigh out sometimes whether this person should die or not, and they end up giving some people second chances and things like that so and that's in the later issues too though, but yeah,
0: yeah, um, yeah, a lot of this is about redemption, I guess you got uh so after venom is able to save that young lady, he goes back into his regular Eddie Brock gear, which is uh <laughs> is a crop top <laughs> <laughs> jeans very nineties, man, this guy is just. Walking around with abs out, uh blonde mullet, and the problem with that is last time people saw Eddie Brock he was the villainous venom and he yeah, is, up in New York City and, and he
1: already his rep already. Went, yep,
0: and he's psh. got a record. So the police are looking for him. They spot Eddie Brock and they go after to go uh arrest him, seemingly.
1: I love how they um how the, how the they make the symbiote how they how the symbiote looks when it's um making itself into, clo- into like, clothes? Clothing? Yeah.
0: You know what I mean? It's also very... Yeah, that's pretty cool. There's various uh, panels. So that, you, got the, you got the badge on the police hat? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. it the, Venom sign? That's there's cool.
0: various panels where um, the suit seems to be acting independently of Eddie. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, in this one, uh, you know, he sees the cops, and automatically the suit starts to come on mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. starts to attack. It already knows the self preservation, I guess, is already in its head to pre- have to protect this mind. But I
1: like I like the fact more that Eddie could keep it in check. Yeah. A lot of well the time.
0: they they never seem at odds. No,
1: no, no, no. And six in fact issues. They, they get never, each other they get each other to understand each other and then they end up agreeing with every, I everything that they you
0: know? I don't know why, but I guess I always assumed that they were always kinda like you need to kill more. No, I don't want to Well, okay, just that- kill a couple, you know, <laughs> but this was all like, Oh no, I get you. And I, I, we have to protect each other. And that was real. They, they referred to him several times as Ben, as his other, mm-hmm. right. Eddie Brock's other. And, um, like I said, self-preservation, he beats up a bunch of cops and uh, seemingly goes on his web-slinging way, but not before somebody takes a picture mm-hmm. of Venom slinking away. And that goes all the way to the diggity bugle. This is before MySpace and Facebook or any of this kind of stuff. Instagram. Man, Peter Parker's job would have been way harder now, right? Everyone's got a camera.
1: <laughs> it's a change.
0: You know? Uh, but... Peter catches wind that Venom is out and about in San Francisco and he has his own mini explanation of like and I love that when that happens right he's like oh that's Eddie Brock aka Venom who's wearing the symbiote suit that I had. I remember that day. I was working, walking around with the symbiote suit. I didn't like it. It was taking control of me. But the and sound. then I yeah, used the sound waves to get it on Eddie Brock. And Eddie Brock was a disgraced uh, reporter from the Daily Bugle. Or Daily Globe, actually. He was trying to get a job at the Daily Bugle. And uh, Spider-Man outed him for being a liar and a fraud. And they have basically a blood feud until getting this packed. So a lot of this comic is Peter trying to figure out if Eddie Brock has stepped the line and if he needs to go over there and handle him. Which is, that's got to be hard for him, right? Yeah, but like he, I guess he
1: figures that he thinks he'll eventually step over that line, and so he feels like he's got to at least um, jump in front of that bullet, so he goes to San Francisco yeah, this anywhere, is not, regardless.
0: This is not like a I need to go visit him in Philly mm-hmm. thing <laughs> from New York. <laughs> he I'm has gonna go to go across to the, the other
1: side. Of the United States.
0: Just to see if he kind of, sort of, is in any kind of problem. But I thought it was cool to see that Spider-Man didn't just... He doesn't just jump to the conclusion. He doesn't just go, whoop, guess he's messing up again. Time to go out there and stop him. He's like, "Maybe I should probably keep an eye on him. Investigation. Meanwhile, Mr. Uh, America's Most Wanted, Eddie Brock, is walking around the park. And he sees a bunch of suited goons attacking homeless people. Mm-hmm. And oddly enough, like we said again, him and the symbiote are on the same page. They don't like to see innocents be taken advantage of. And so the symbiote um, takes form. He becomes Venom. And is just whooping on these goons when Spider-Man shows up. And it's funny because he's beating up the goons, right? Spider-Man mm-hmm. shows up, and I'm like, "How the hell did you get here so fast?" And in the meantime, he's like, "Wow, that five o'clock, <laughs> plane, right?" He does. Every time you think you need an explanation, they oh they got it. Just look at the word panels. He's like, "Oh yeah, I've been searching for hours ever since my plane got uh got here with the press credentials. I used as Peter Parker."
1: Yeah, Peter Parker using his. That was cool though. Peter Parker using his juice.
0: Whatever, because
1: you you often think he doesn't have juice, but yeah, apparently yeah, my man's yeah.
0: got a lot of Hugo, so that's good to know. Um, some
1: pull with the press.
0: So to him, he just sees Venom attacking a guy, a bunch of guys in his suit. Yep. So it's on site, and so boom, <laughs> attacks Venom. When Venom is attacking Spider Man, they're both like, "What the heck is going on?" Um, at one point, he punches Venom, and Venom catches his fist, and he says, "You shouldn't be here. We've made an arrangement, but I got other things to deal with." Because he's like, I'm not the one attacking these guys in the suits. They're attacking me. Mm-hmm. And Spider-Man's like, what? <laughs> no way. Wait a minute. But you're the bat, and, the- and then they just open pure fire in a public park to try to shoot Venom and uh, Spider-Man. Spider-Man leaves out of the way, does his uh, spider foo. What did he call that? What did he call that karate spider thing that he came up with? Sp- he, there's a name was-
1: for it. There's a name for it.
0: The way of the spider? Sound like that?
1: I'm gonna end up finding before the pa- before we finish this podcast.
0: Ah, uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, he's able to take them all down, and this happens a bunch of times, right? Spider Man takes them all down, turns around, Venom's gone. Yeah, because he
1: <laughs> he um he doesn't trigger his spider sense. Right. So that's the one up he's got on him.
0: He, this happens like at least every, four more every, times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and so he's gone. You see a businessman looking at Spider Man and Venom. Uh, on the news, and he says that he's going to go and deal with it. And you find out that the homeless people that Venom was helping, now this is when it gets a little crazy or wonky depending mm. on how you feel about it, but they live in a subterranean under the ground, full society yeah, city. city.
1: Every, yeah, Complete um, with bridges and everything.
0: Right. So apparently when there, there was an earthquake that sunk this city and then they just built another city on top of it. Without, I guess, checking if anyone was dead in the first city. You know, open and shut case. Everyone's gone. Where's we're gonna, the mayor? He's going to build a city on top. Uh, meanwhile, you find out that there's this, there's this guy called uh, Mr. Treese. Who is actively trying to dig. He's sending these big diggers, drill these big like mech drilling people down, down there. We don't really understand why at first. And so Venom fights a couple of them, breaks through the bedrock, and ultimately uh, that's how the end of the first issue ends. When they fall through, um, they look and they see the entire city, and they, uh, they jump to the conclusion, the kind of foolish conclusion that they've gone through time.
1: Gone through now, time. Now, when you're done
0: with this issue, did you think that they had gone through time?
1: No, no way. Because was there was no time displacement. Like, I know my time <laughs> jumps. You know, I'm right. very... You thought it was going to get, like, wavy? Yeah, yeah, I was waiting for that. Or we just went through, like, uh, this invisible portal or whatever the case was. I was like, let's see what the next issue is all about. Let's yeah, I, I was... How I, far back into time did we just go?
0: I, I knew that the eventual arc with this was going to be Venom and Spider-Man against other symbiotes. So at the time, I'm like, how the heck do they have time for a time travel story in the middle of everything else that they're going to try to tell us? But, um, we find out that, nope, they have not gone through time. They are still in San Francisco. Gone through the Earth. they just gone through the Earth. There's a. They're in the underground, subterranean city that still survived, and Venom, um, makes quick work of that robot thing, robot monster thing. Uh that Roland Trees has hired, he's hired a bunch of men in these big robot outfits to that to have drills. Yeah, dig. they have like drills for hands yeah. and they are supposed to dig and kill everybody and then uh we'll find out why later. But Venom is able to disable a couple of these drilling machines. I'm pretty sure he killed that guy he takes a piece of, of like metal and sends it through the, the it glass right face. Through the glass face. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that guy's cra- dead. But he cracks it, though.
1: You don't he, think he, he tries he try- I think he gets in, tries to jump onto that same robot, and the symbiote tries to uh, like, Get into the through the, yeah, stuff? go through the cracks and stuff like that. And homeboy in there is just freaking out.
0: Yeah. So Venom is just... he seemingly to have a bunch of pleasure in this. And um, the thing that sucks, though, is that all these drillers are... Equipped with sound uh, blasters, how convenient everybody in this comic <laughs> has sound blasters. There are several points oh we got sound blaster guns, we got sound well, blaster cages to be honest, got sound the blasters. more
1: the more you get into it or when you are about to finish and you think back and it just clicked with me now I mean it I guess it makes complete sense. You know what I'm saying.
0: I also think that they've alluded that for these drillers, the sound blaster is used to like take out bedrock. you know they're used to like blow up whatever uh rock foundations in the way but everyone's like "Yeah, we got a hero he's great you know yada yada venom turns into a cop like you said he uh quickly becomes a police officer um and then they meet like one of the high chancellors of the subterranean village and stuff like that and they're all like we want Eddie to be here. He protected us. We want him to stay. We Yay, want Venom. Eddie. Yeah, we want Venom to be our guy. Eddie Brock helped save everybody.
1: And, you know, you got some haters a bunch uh, up in the bunch. You
0: li- he literally has one hater. One yeah. guy cannot stand the idea <laughs> that Venom oh, slash Eddie Brock is going to live amongst the subterranean people. And we'll get there in a bit because uh, Spider-Man decides to do after doing some research that he found out about Mister Eddie Brock's papa. And that he was going to go to his house, and or Eddie Brock's papa's house, and find out some more information.
1: But he goes to Peter Parker, the, the 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 Juice Man. That's his good cop back up, right? The Juice Man. Good
0: cop, Peter Parker back up. Yeah, and I
1: was about to jump jump into that before. Well, after he meets Eddie Eddie Brock's dad. Um. Well, after yeah afterwards, um. Well, before that, anyway, I'm sorry, I was starting to get lost. Um, it was a lot of comic. Brock's um, dad shuts the door in his face.
0: He does. He's like, are you Eddie Brock?" And, uh, and then
1: five minutes later, gets a visit from Spider-Man. Spider-Man.
0: And he's like, wait.
1: What are you do- Spider-Man. Wouldn't
0: you put the two and two together? Wouldn't you yeah, be that, like, that's exactly wait what I'm a saying. minute. Peter Parker, those credentials are from New York. Say, so, hey, Spider-Man's, Spider-Man's from New York. You're from New York. <laughs> Who the, what the... Wait a minute. But uh, he does not put them together. Uh, meanwhile, the trial of the century is happening. Yeah. Eddie Brock is there with a, with the... Underground Underground trial. people. And he, they're like, enough. We don't need any of this uh, guy here. Uh, he's an outsider and we don't Homicidal like him.
1: Homicidal maniac.
0: We don't need him. The Bible says to turn the other cheek. So you need to get out of here. And so he does. He just like leaves. Okay, I'll leave. There's a lot of like, <laughs> there's a lot of being content with being alone mm-hmm. in this. Like maybe the idea that Eddie Brock. Like, the symbiote only needs Eddie. Eddie right. only needs the symbiote. So if he's kicked out of New York, fine. Whatever. If he's kicked out of they San Francisco, e- they fine. have each other. Yeah, if he's kicked out of this underground uh, facility, fine. We'll find a place. We'll find it. We'll find somewhere to go. But like he said, uh, hey, sir, my name's Peter Parker. Are you uh, Carl Brock? Yes. Eddie Brock's father? Doom. No. <laughs> <laughs> Shuts the door. Out of control. Um, while talking to the subterranean people, uh, Venom found out that it was Mister Treese himself, Roland Treese, that was destroying the uh, subterranean layer. So mm-hmm. he decides that he is going to go and um, basically infiltrate his layer, his one of those, you know, like an Oscorp building, like mm-hmm. one of those. Uh,
1: his main HQ, Lizab.
0: Yes, the headquarters for Mister Roland Treese. And I did like how you see the symbiote like unlock the door and yeah, get that's pa- cool get past the lasers, lasers. <laughs> yeah, that's and all that kind of stuff um but li- literally just slobbering he on he, himself he, while he's on the ceiling he's so happy Venom is so happy he goes through um uh Mr. Treese's office but he is found security finds him and just like everybody who's ever seen Ven- Venom they all try to shoot at him again kill him <laughs> kill that man and uh Venom gives him a sh- uh, opportunity to leave, yep. which I've noticed happens a lot in this comic as well. He's mm-hmm. like, he gives, just yeah, go. he
1: gives a lot of people second chances. So he, could, you can tell, like, he, he, he tries to redeem himself in a way, but he's not in New York City because all of that crazy stuff happened in New York City. Right, but he's trying to redeem himself elsewhere or trying to
0: turn a new leaf in a way. And I can also see the logic in the symbiote mm-hmm. If you do not want to take damage. Please leave. Yes, and if you don't, you have not left. You will catch these. You hands. must want to take damage. <laughs> you know? So I, I, you know, like he has given people, and we see this. Have you seen it in the Venom trailer where he puts his hand up and he's like, "Guys, yeah, I guess, I come on, yeah. I don't want to do this." And then you know it happens. So they are pulling from various parts of this comic, which is pretty cool. Uh, you know, they they like riddle him with bullets, but he just gets back up, starts attacking these police officers, um, and basically escapes. And like you say, we get good cop, bad cop, because Spider-Man shows up to Eddie Brock's father and is like, you, sir, we need to talk. You need to tell me about Eddie Brock. Meanwhile, Eddie Brock's beating up a bunch of cops, (laughs) and he (laughs) he takes off because that's what Eddie Brock does. When he seemingly is uh, done getting all the information, he needed knowing that Roland Treese is up to something digging underneath that park. Um, he is then stopped by some guy, and the this jury. Is probably, this is probably the weakest part to me, only because I felt like this guy should have had a, a more connective tie to either the Life Foundation or Roland Trees. Yeah, he was just there. He right? was like a third guy who yeah, had he, beef with Venom.
1: Yeah, he he killed his um Venom killed his son, but busting d- out of jail I guess, the out of New here? York City. Venom, <laughs> Venom
0: Venom killed my son in New York, so I've moved out here to San Francisco. To wait for him, to hope that he one day shows up here. How did this guy know that Venom would ever show up, and that he would ever fall prey to his mechanized army, like you said, called uh, the jury, jury. Uh, judge, jury, and executioner? Get it? It's like a, it's like a thing. It's like a metaphor. <laughs> it's like a metaphor, bro. Uh, that I think the jury part's the the weakest stuff of it all. Again, Venom gets away, beats up all the people, gets away. Uh, You find out that what they what they want to do, what they ultimately want to do, is they want to pawn off this Venom problem to uh, Carlton Reese. Is that what I'm saying? Carlton Drake, Carlton Drake, and the Life Foundation. The Life Foundation. I think we we mentioned this on one of the earlier episodes. The Life Foundation. It's a bunch of rich people who think that the world is going to come to an end and they're willing to put their money into anything that's going to save them. And so a Carlton... i got to get make sure I'm getting this name right. So many damn names. I believe it's Carlton. <laughs> Carlton Banks. No, that's uh, Fresh Prince Brother. Yes. right? <laughs> no, yeah, definitely. Carlton Drake. Um, it's this idea that... This guy is really messing up our digging expedi- expedition and he got past that guy who had an entire army just for him with the, with the uh, sonic guns and stuff. So we need to kind of figure out how to get him out of our hair. Spider-Man is chilling in San Francisco. He's having talks to uh, uh, Mr. Brock Sr. and his maid and basically we get kind of a sympathetic backstory for Eddie. Mm-hmm. This idea that Eddie had always sought after his father's attention.
1: I and mean, his father was just over it after... Um, when
0: his father says you need to be good in school, he becomes a straight-A student. Mm-hmm. And his father says, what the hell are you doing that for? You need to be in sports. So he becomes a bodybuilder yeah, when his father add, did that. to add
1: a little <laughs> something, he, um, Eddie, Eddie's, Eddie's mom ends up passing while giving birth to him. So, which I guess puts his father...
0: His father places un- unfair blame on his son for that. Mm-hmm. You took away the love of my life. And it's, what an odd yeah what an odd uh narrative to tell yourself with that so it's like
1: all these years he's like yearning for his dad's approval and all the things that he's doing school um journalism even he even worked out got himself mad buff
0: <laughs> and it's not easy to get a job as a journalist you, you know, know? you've got to be sitting there you got to do the the Time in school, and then you have to do internships. You have to try to break in, and he got to the Daily mm-hmm. Bugle, thought he had the story of a century, until Spider Man showed up and was like, "Nah." And
1: even and even while breaking in and doing all those things, it still wasn't enough for his dad. It still, his dad was still just, eh, "Okay, just go out and go play, or go do, you know, just go do your thing." <laughs> yeah,
0: but this jury seems well equipped and well aimed because even though venom gets away they are able to catch up to him and uh a lot of panels of venom lunging yeah i mean <laughs> he's a jumper he's definitely a jumper but um yeah he, i really like the action panels here where the symbiote's taking damage is giving damage he's basically fighting off an entire army you know an army of vengeance because these guys are hired by the guy who venom killed his...
1: His son. And at one point on um, the Golden Gate Bridge they were giving him the hands, man. Yes,
0: right there And I mean, what's a comic book in San Francisco if it's not having a fight on the Golden Gate Bridge? I've seen Magneto move that thing, you know? <laughs> it's out of control. Um, they reiterate how much of an embarrassment Eddie Brock was for be, being called out as having a fake news article, basically, mm-hmm. because Spider-Man f- found the real person, and so Spider-Man does a lot of Inner monologue about well you know that kind of thing would um change man and I don't really know what's Ven- what Venom's up to and all this other kind of stuff uh, and you see that Venom has become a problem that people want to solve. A sound grenade is thrown at Eddie Brock and basically it's close to ripping the Venom.
1: I, I don't know about I don't know about you, but I like I like seeing all that. Every time he got hit with the sound wave and you see the the Symbiote, I guess fluctuate on off and on of him. Yeah. Cool. I've only
0: ever seen it in the in the animated series.
1: To, to me, it kind of looked like this a little bit of the same. But so you, that's why but, I really liked it so but much.
0: That's where, but you see where they yeah, got exactly. it. Yeah, exactly. They're, cool. they're yeah, informed yeah. from the comics, which is awesome. That's why it's so cool to read some of these stories old and new because it's like, oh, okay. I get a, I get more of an understanding through this than I did through the um, animated series. I saw mm-hmm. the animated series not too long ago. I mean, Dan did the Venom Saga, but this was such a more of a deep, in-depth uh, conversation we've never knew Eddie Brock's father. Yeah, for you think we're gonna get that in the film? Mm-hmm. I can see one of those like unanswered calls, like, "Hey, Pop, uh, I don't know. I was just thinking of you. Just leave him. I don't- like, yeah, you two, know what I'm saying one or two voices. Something's going on, and I don't, I don't know, I don't know what it is, but you know, maybe we're really sick. Yeah, maybe one of these days she answer one of my phone calls or something. Poor Eddie. But um. No matter no matter who's on the case, he seemingly takes out everybody. And then he uh helicopter shows up to to save him and it's like, We've been watching you. Mm-hmm. You're pretty legit. Ends up taking him Yeah, Carlton Drake is like, uh, hey, uh, how would you like to be my You wanna be on the squad, bro? I want I need I need a. I need a bodyguard. You wanna be and a with the, your skills.
1: You wanna be the head of top flight security?
0: Top flight security of the world, Craig. He tells him, and Venom's like, "Oh yeah, I'm all in on that." And it turns out it is a trick. They don't well, want it Venom was, at well, all. He
1: he was and and gonna end up tricking him anyway because he was using that to get to him. So yeah, uh, he got swerved trying to swerve homeboy.
0: Roland Trees is the guy that's trying to dig underneath the park for what we find out later is gold. Mm-hmm. There's been a bunch of gold hidden underneath the uh, park where the subterranean people live. And, and they it, don't
1: want the city to claim and it. And
0: if they find out about it, yes, the city can claim it. So, Roland Trees pawns off Venom to Carlton Drake, the head of the Life Foundation. Again, rich people who have money and want to use that money to uh, secure their future, regardless of uh, you know economic collapse, Or the apocalypse or nuclear war or any of that kind of stuff. They want to make sure they are being held down. And so we find out here that they don't want Venom. They want his children. The idea being if the Life Foundation can extract the seeds of Venom, Mm -hmm. um, they could use those symbiotes like how Carnage was used. Carnage being an offspring of Venom. We find out that all the offspring of symbiotes are stronger.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: So with every generation, they become stronger. So carnage is stronger than venom and seemingly any children that are uh created from pulling the symbiote away from venom uh would be stronger as well Mm -hmm. and then the life foundation can use these guys as bodyguards they will be the guardians of all these rich people (laughs) who don't want to die and then in case anything comes down boom they got their own secret army almost like an army of super soldiers at one point they say something like we'll have the best Police force of all time. And I'm like, you guys want to say soldiers. Just say they're soldiers. Just say they're super soldiers. That's all anyone ever tries to do in Marvel is create super soldiers. But we see that Venom is in some sort of sound cage, even though it's shaped like a circle. Circle, yeah. Sound keep, orb. Sound orb. It's keeping him entrapped, and they're constantly uh, zapping him to try to pull some of the symbiote away from him. Or and, they...
1: and this shows that they've kind of been at this kind of thing for for a slight minute.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because I think we see when he pull away the last seed mm-hmm. from him, but he says it's the last of five. So they've already done this kind of process five times to this guy. He's just in this orb, constantly being barraged with sound waves that cause him great pain, and then whenever his uh, Venom symbiote retracts, they pull a piece of that off and try to and uh, mature it and create uh, a symbiote army. And they basically... Oh, well, they basically lay all that out. Meanwhile, Spider-Man is still trying to figure out what the heck is going on. He's calling Mary Jane. He's like, "Ah, right, listen, I'm busy. I'll be back. Girl, Mary Jane is looking like yeah, a snack.
1: She's looking like a charnette.
0: She and has have that a, starfire a, hair. And
1: respect <laughs> to Mary Jane, not giving Peter a hard time telling him, you know, her recognizing he he's trying to do his right.
0: Yeah, usually, you know in in this, sometimes the, the uh, significant other can get kind of naggy. Mm-hmm. You don't necessarily want that, especially when you know the lives are on the line. Like... I understand I told you I was going to have dinner with you on Thursday, but I just saw two people get killed. So I'm going to have to take a, you know, rain check on that. But um, I like this moment here where you see Venom inside the sound orb and he's like, man, this sound thing is really messing with with the symbiote. It's really messing with the symbiote. It's bugging it out. Um, As and see- even though we're so strong, even though we're strong together, there's no way we could be able to get passes because sound hurts him. Mm-hmm and then he's like then the symbiote tells him like well just you do it yeah you do it like yeah that was i really like
1: that i really like that part cuz it was they were trying to figure it out and yeah. they figured it out the it's symbiote like, Dude, you can like leave and <laughs> yeah the
0: symbiote's like with your strength you get through the sound because sound has no effect on you mm-hmm. it has effect on me and so the symbiote retreats up the arm of Eddie Brock so he can use that arm to get through uh the sound barrier and when he does um he is able to strangle one of the <laughs> I, I, yeah, I like man. that I sh- like that battle He's able to strangle one of the uh guards meanwhile a brand new symbiote has appeared in San Francisco what do you think about the design of this uh
1: i thought it was kind of really it was this a symbiote freaky here. Freaky, cool.
0: freaky cool freaky cool i kinda up, thought bro.
1: she was on fire she that
0: is scream <laughs> um a little much Kinda sort of. A little like you bit. Said. Yeah, I I, I can see, I can see yeah, the hair. The hair is I think is the much. hair is a little much. Um and I, for
1: the and for for this for these issues, they don't get names. No, they don't. They don't but she names. is
0: uh this symbiote in particular is known as Scream. And so you would think um I think the hair just works as Medusa's hair kinda works. Where she can use them as tendrils and strangle and mm-hmm. I mean she's strangling a guy right there. And Spider Man's like, Oh no, not what? again. Meanwhile, Venom has busted through, broken free, on his own. I mean, he gets saved later by Spider-Man, but for the most part, Venom's doing this thing on his own. Yeah, for real. He's really killing this thing on his own.
1: Spidey's just on the tail of Venom, trying to catch up, playing catch up throughout the most things. So that's what I like, too. They didn't try to overdo. They actually gave him his own thing for Venom. So that was good. And
0: then, so Venom is attacking all the guards because he's broken out of his sound prison you know he's mm-hmm. broken out of his isolated sound cage and he's beating everybody up and then all of a sudden he goes down to the ground and this guy has the nerve to be like wow having portable sound guns is the right thing to do and i'm like man all oh, this sound seems like it seems like such a niche weakness mm-hmm. but sound is literally everywhere <laughs> right you can't fight in the train station you just <laughs> you put on some
1: fight. headphones, Eddie Brock and, you can't you know. fight
0: in the club, you can't fight in the train station. you can't fight near church bells, and you can't fight with anyone with sonic blasters uh so you gotta watch out for that. What I like here though is that it's almost claimed that Eddie Brock is dead, yeah,
1: yeah They're like well well they <laughs> I, I they kind of. They kind of, like, try to tell that to Spider-Man and hope that Spider-Man would be, like, shrug his shoulders and be like, oh, yeah, okay, I'm out of here. Like,
0: uh, he's basically dead. Because Spider-Man goes and is attacking the symbiote, but it's stronger. Mm-hmm. It's stronger, it has different powers, so he is in over, in over his head. But the person in the symbiote, is also a newbie, a newbie, yes.
1: inexperienced. So, exactly. So, um, Spidey got the XP on his side, which exactly. Works in his favor, and he says
0: it to himself, you yeah. know. Uh, and he gets he lands some serious shots, but the strength is, is too much. And when she retreats into some sort of helicopter dealy, she he goes ahead and follows, and uh, seemingly is going to be followed into the uh, life foundation where everybody else is. Uh, he gets into where they are holding Venom. I like that where he seems to sort of try to do this espionage thing but ends up getting found <laughs> <He's> like <laughs> ah, like I guess we're going to take away the direct approach the direct, yeah, yeah, from, yeah, yeah. from my from my no uh, more sneaky sneaky. No. And so he takes everybody down uh gets through and uh in one last instance Eddie Brock is barraged with sound waves that seemingly take all the venom symbiote away from him. By the time Spider-Man gets there Venom or Eddie Brock is passed out, seemingly dead. He looks dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's like Venom there's like traces of venom out of his mouth and out of his eyes. Uh Spider Man has arrived to save Venom, but Venom is kind of dead. And we are introduced to five symbiotes. Which, <laughs> that
1: symbi- was all
0: of them all. Five at the same symbiotes. Time. Uh which don't get named here, but because we are very, 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 Yeah, I was going to ask you
1: do we um what year was it do they get their names and stuff like that? They get their
0: names in the planet of the symbiote uh arc. And I think that doesn't that doesn't come too much further from here. I know immediately after this arc is an arc with Venom and the Punisher. Hmm. So I think that is pretty legit. Uh one crazy with another crazy. You know? So but uh it's Scream, Phage, Riot, Lasher and Agony. And we got a glimpse of Riot in the Venom uh, trailer. Uh, he's the other symbiote fighting Venom. Look! Look at that. How is he not dead? He looks dead. That mullet is alive. That mullet. <laughs> that is mullet, alive. Is, that mullet <laughs> he's got like he's got like Ken and Guyu's hair at the uh-huh. same time. <laughs> here, he is in peak physical fitness. This guy is is an Olympian. Eddie Brock and then he was like oh yeah Eddie Brock is dead and on the first page it basically says Eddie Brock is dead uh, and so he goes and I, I actually like this kind of logic um, Carlton Drake's like you're here for Eddie he's dead Yeah, you can leave you can now leave. <laughs> that, that. yeah he's like if that's what you're here for you can leave now and, and Spider-Man's and like Spider-Man's
1: no nah, you were born in July Julyer and I'm <laughs> still gonna see this through
0: <laughs> and it's gonna be May yeah, so. <laughs> so he uh, he's like screw that and he starts beating up people. That's what Spider-Man does. I yeah. love all the shots of yeah. him just mm-hmm. kicking people, the webbing people. They're so dynamic. You can tell what's happening yeah, in, you, in every scene. That's what happens
1: when you know the way
0: of the spider. Wait, was that it? Yeah, the way yeah, of the spider. That's I, was the I was close. Well, I was close. That's go. it. Uh, I right uh, <laughs> this was actually probably my favorite part. So he's beating up everybody because he's like, "Well, if Venom's dead, it doesn't matter because you're still a villain. And I'm still gonna go get you." Mm-hmm. And then you hear in the background, "Sir, I, I think he's breathing." And I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> and and uh,
1: my, my movie for that was was serious.
0: Uh, and then um, one of the one of the scientists tells Carlton, "I think he was just passed out." And Spider Man goes, "Na na 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 na," and the TV shuts off because he's angry. And he's like, oh, "I thought I got this venom guy." Um, and then so Spider Man starts to uh, explore and try to see if he can find where Eddie Brock is being kept, but. He bumped into all five venoms. All the juniors. All the juniors. Meanwhile, um, Mr. Treese, who's still after that sweet, sweet goals yeah, <laughs> underneath up, expl- underneath the park.
1: It's
0: setting up the explosives. Setting up there's a s there's a part, I think it's in the last issue, where he's like I'm glad I paid you. Yeah, that extra, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I it was, was mad too. much. I was like, yeah, that was, it like... was mad much. He's like, I'm glad I paid you that extra money to do the very dangerous thing uh-huh. of putting the bombs where I want them to explode, in the way I want them to explode them. Sure and the guy thing, goes, sure thing yep. that I did that thing that you said you wanted me to do with the money that you gave to me to do that job. And I'm like, All right, guys. <laughs> I get it. I understand <laughs> what's going on. So the idea is that with so many people on the ground. He's just going to blow up and kill everyone in the subterranean lair, find the gold for himself, and and bring it home. And that's all that he wants to do. Meanwhile, uh, they Venom, and this happens a lot, right? People are just lax around Eddie Brock and Venom. Mm-hmm. They don't understand the uh, depths in which he can go. In this instance here, he's laid out, and they're like, um, we should probably put some straps on that guy. And he's like... He's passed out. What the hell is he going to do? Next thing you know, he leaps up, got somebody yoked in all, up. In all his naked glory. In all his naked glory. And yokes somebody up. He's choking people out. Because, like I said again, and like you said, he's, what, he's an Olympian level.
1: His strength. Is, his, his athleticism, his, and all that kind of his stuff. His strength is on the Olympic level. So he's he's uber strong, people. With without, I mean, without the symbiote, too, so.
0: And uh, in pure Spidey fashion, Spider-Man is in a fight to the death, but he is monologuing in his head. He's like fighting to the death, and he's like, hmm, this reminds me of Carnage. <laughs> and Carnage was a, 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 uh, you know, an offspring of Venom. Do you think these guys are offsprings? Do you think there's humans in these guys? Yes, <laughs> and he's, Spider-Man. And, you know, he's fighting around. Um, and it's revealed that basically uh, it is security guards. At the Life the, Foundation yeah, the have top, signed up. top
1: security guards at Top flight it.
0: security of the world has signed up to uh, t- partake in this symbiosis, this mm-hmm. symbiotic relationship, and uh, take on the seeds of Venom so that they could be the protectors of the Life Foundation. But Spider-Man um, is now dealing with all five of these guys, basically single-handedly. And he is going at it. Um, and they're doing like all kinds of weird things. They're like spitting acid. Mm-hmm. At one point, um, he shoots. For I like. I
1: like how they just worked both both of the plots into the story. That was yeah. That was awesome. That was that's that pretty good. You I got like one the balance. The balance was pretty good.
0: You got one spitting acid. You got one. Um, you got one eating spider webs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm.
1: Like like she's she's spitting them out and stuff like that. Like paper.
0: Yeah, and then Eddie Brock shows up, naked again, in all his mutated glory. Like Pop was here. Pops. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, I know, you guys are my children. Come to me. And they all n- punch him in the face. Yeah. All they me is punch him in the face. And he's like, oh, that didn't go as well as I thought it would. Um and so Spider-Man is able to create a web wall that's strong enough for them. They get their sound gats, except for um Spider-Man doesn't think that they should use them all the way. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man believes that there's humans in there and they should be spared. Eddie says they know what they signed up for. Yeah. And they should get everything that they should get. Where do you stand on that? Um, on that debate, I want to say it's
1: uh, yeah. I w- I'm si- I side with Brock because Spider Man should Spider should know better,
0: only because he knows what it takes to take the symbiotes off. And throughout the same, know? but th- throughout the same journey, I feel like in a lot of ways Spider Man is the reader, like mm-hmm. doesn't really know hundred percent if Venom's on the up and up.
1: And he's had the suit on before, so it's like you know and he knows it's got the pull is yeah, and you know it's got a bond with you for it to you know really be in it yeah well, because it, the idea
0: you. the idea is both that a these uh, security guards have not had spent enough time in the symbiote to be trained mm-hmm. and know how to use it one hundred percent or completely bonded, bonded. yeah yep. so because they weren't um, they are li- a little bit easier to uh, dismantle or take down. And so they use sound to basically knock him out. But as the Venom symbiote, they, you know, they basically just recover. So they run away. Venom is able to get his symbiote back on. I love that hero shot when he's like, we're ready. (laughs) Uh, And so he becomes Venom and Venom is um, he's wrestling with one of the symbiotes. And he tells Spider-Man, hit the button, hit the sound button. Spider-Man accidentally hits the wrong button. Mm-hmm. He hits the uh, we, we call the maturity ray or something like that. We'll call it the geezer ray. The geezer they ray. Geezerized so the symbiote. They were stealing seeds. They were stealing seeds of the symbiote from the Eddie Brock uh, Venom symbiote. Then they were hitting him with this geezer ray, yeah, which was causing them to, to mature, mature yeah. to a full symbiote size, so that when they took on a new host, it would be you know gangbusters. They don't have to wait for the uh, symbiote to mature. Because Spider-Man shot a full-grown symbiote with the um, geezer, right?
1: It literally sh- got old, shriveled up, and died.
0: Yes, it did. It did. It shriveled up and died. And Venom's all like, oh, "That's great!" And Spider-Man's like, "No, that's terrible." And Venom's like, "Well, this is what we're gonna do. Yeah. We're going to shoot." <laughs> All of them them with this ray. And Spider-Man's like, no. All at the same time, we're going to
1: widen the shot and everything, yeah. And
0: Spider-Man's like, no, I'm sorry. I can't let you. I die. You (laughs) you said you weren't going to kill anybody. There's humans in there. I'm not going to (laughs) let. Venom just chokes him out (laughs) and says. Makes him pass out. Yeah, he's like, hey, look, look, bro. You ain't going to be able to do much when you're passed out. And just takes care of all five symbiotes by using the maturity ray, the geezer beam. And um, the symbiotes shrivel and die. But to Spider-Man's delight, or I guess Venom's delight, all the humans are fine. The humans are good. Uh, so Spider-Man's like, well... Good guy, Venom. Yeah, he's like... Taking uh, chances. He's like, I guess, you, I guess um, we're good. I guess we're on some sort of page. But we need to get out of here. Because usually when it comes to these like secret organizations, as Boom. soon as they're infiltrated, Boom. they Boom. blow up. <laughs> they make sure to blow it up. And that's a smart a piece of uh, logic there for Spider-Man because it's true. If you had a multi-billion dollar organization called the Life Foundation and they have all these kind of crazy illegal experiments and then something breaks out, yeah, you bombed that thing. And so Spider-Man goes back to that helicopter that he stowed away on. He's Mm -hmm. like, yeah, Venom, come with me. And he's like, this is great because now (laughs) that Venom comes with me, I could just arrest him or whatever, when you he's know. Not, when he's when he doesn't suspect anything, when he doesn't yeah, suspect yeah. anything, I can still you know arrest him or whatever to make sure that he doesn't do anything wrong. Venom, psych. Venom, <laughs> he turns away. <laughs> and Venom's gone. Venom's yeah, like, your I'm gonna go. Spidey senses
1: don't pick him up, man.
0: Venom's like, I'm gonna go with uh handle that uh, Mr. Treese guy, that Roland Trees guy, who's gonna blow up the whole park. I still owe those homeless people something, and so. Um, the the final issue of Lethal Protector starts with um, Venom busting through. He definitely wants to find out what's going on. He is basically informed that
1: they're gonna blow it up. They're gonna, they're blow, gonna it up. blow up the
0: underground town. That, underground I, I, town. What's cool is because he he like gets one of his employees. He gets one of Treece's employees, right? And he's like threatening him or whatever. And the first thing that the guy says is like, "Oh." He's got my loyalty, but not my life. Not my life. Let me tell you what. Yeah. Let <laughs> let me, me, hold on. Let, on hold on a second. Uh, Let me start a, out right here. <laughs> let me start an elaborate series of flashbacks that will <laughs> explain the story of how there was an earthquake in San Francisco. It, it, uh, create, it made an entire city fall underneath the depths of the earth. Another city was built on top of that. But in the original city was gold. And if you go down there and you get the gold, the gold is for you to have because no one else knows it exists. But if people find out about it, the city can claim it. And, you know, it will be out of your hands. So, Ronan Trees is going to blow up and kill a bunch of innocent people to, that really no one knows about. Right? No one knows about these people no, down, that's living down there. So, that's why
1: it's underground
0: town. Exactly. And to him, he's going to get away scot-free. You kill a bunch of people that people don't know. Right, or don't <laughs> seem exist. Yeah, exactly. No. So... And then he just goes, hey, I woke up with a bunch of gold, everybody.
1: Ooh, lucky man.
0: Venom punches the guy in the face when he finds out that he's going to use these bombs to take out a bunch of innocent people. And uh, Spider-Man, putting two and two together, decides that that construction site is probably the best place to go try to figure out everything. And um, Venom and Spider-Man, I guess because of a miscommunication, start getting at each other because... Spider-Man's like, what?
1: I was yeah, trying to. I was a big fan of that when Venom finally told him what it was. I'm like, listen, stop! I'm not. I'm not trying to do nothing bad. Yeah. I'm just trying to do something good, but I'm, I'm doing some bad things for the greater good. <laughs>
0: right, and he <laughs> says, <laughs> you know, if if Trees completes his plan, an entire society of innocent people will die. You know, on their own, they won't stand a chance. Ta- I like. Chance. I like
1: how Spidey was in a little bit of disbelief at first when he still told him that.
0: Yeah. Um, I like that Venom said, "Please." Yeah. I was like, please? Please, please Spider Man. <laughs> he said he said please. And the Spider Man's like, he's my worst enemy. I don't know, you know. Uh and but I think he believes him. At one point he says something like, um, yeah, the only thing that ever mattered to him as much as my death has been the protection of innocence. And that's enough for Spider Man to be like, you know, I think I could team up with him for this one shot. So uh, here it comes. Uh the bonus I paid for you, the bonus I paid you under the table <laughs> to direct the explosives into the earth, you earned it that I have, sir. You know, uh Mr. treese is talking to his illegal construction team, uh, who's creating all these bombs to blow up the subterranean and Spider Man and Venom show up in a crazy cool looking panel where they're just sitting side by side, like, hey guys, it's like that uh Civil War uh trailer. Wait. hey. Um and together, they're able and to dismantle. And the soundbots are back. The so, the drillers <laughs> are back, and they have their sonic beams. And Spider-Man and Venom make very, very, very quick work of these guys in some cool action scenes. But in true villain fashion, uh, Roland Trees is like, I'm still going to blow up that place. I don't give a damn. I, the bomb is in that trailer. I mean, the button to blow up the bombs is in the trailer. I'm going to go in the trailer. I'm going to kill all those uh, sewer people. And Venom's like, no, but in Venom's way is fire. Now, his other weakness. Exactly. For those of you who don't know, the only thing that hurts Venom as much as sound is fire. Symbiotes hate fire. So Venom is stuck literally between a trees and a hard place. And he's really trying to consider what to do in this moment and realizes that he has to Persevere and he has to get through the fire to stop trees because if he doesn't, a bunch of innocent lives will be taken. And so in a pretty cool panel, we see uh Venom in pure agony, right? In pure pain.
1: He just yeah, I like the fact that he was able to
0: really tough it out. He was in pure agony, out. and pure pain, was able to get past the flames, get Colton Reese, pull him out of the uh, the the building so he couldn't blow anybody up. And is literally standing there smoldering. The smoke is still coming off of his symbiote. And Spider Man's like, I can't believe you went past your one weakness. Oh well, one of your biggest weaknesses just to get this guy. It's further proof that Venom is here for good. He is here to help people out. And um what I love is that Venom says, Well, would you have done any less? Would you have done any less? Yeah. And Spider Man's like, like, I guess I like, guess nah. not. Yeah, man. Got and if there. I and if I wouldn't have done any less and I'm a hero, then I guess that sort of kind of makes you a hero, don't Mm -hmm. it? And so uh, he's like, I guess that sort of kind of makes you a hero, doesn't it, Venom? Venom? (laughs) 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 Again, he turns his his head for a second. Venom and his symbiote create a new outfit, and they walk away, and they walk out. The Uh, the
1: Venom hoodie. (laughs) Yes, they
0: find out. They are able to capture and arrest trees. They find out about the gold, and they uh, take it all. The city claims the gold. Meanwhile, the head of the subterranean lair demands Eddie Brock's presence uh, to come down and he has been invited to stay at the subterranean layer even he can though be a the Reverend
1: of Underground Town.
0: There's a crazy Reverend there that thinks that he is a harbinger of death so doesn't want him around. But like you said, uh he is being welcomed into a family. This entire story arc, everyone's been trying to kill him. Literally. Everybody's yeah. been trying to kill him.
1: And it's funny because um after I finished reading everything, um, the, lethal, the title of the whole series, Lethal Protector, just made so much sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I was a big fan of that. And I'm glad that that wrapped up real nice for me. Well, it was wrapped up real nice for me in that sense. So I really, really liked that. And I was a, I liked this series more than I initially thought I was going to like it going in because this is my first run on this. Yeah. So that was
0: fire. And it was cool to get in the head.
1: Of Venom. Yeah, to, to yeah, get,
0: yeah, When people think of Venom, they think of duality, meaning two different parts of, of, of subconscious. But I didn't ever think that those two parts would be agreeing with each other for the most part. Uh, it's cool to see somebody wrap their head around what the line is, what the line is not to cross. And to him, it's just, you don't mess with innocent people. Mm-hmm. If they've done nothing wrong to you, then they don't deserve any kind of punishment. And if they do, be sure I will be the one enacting that punishment and on we'll you. Gi-
1: we'll give you a chance, but if you don't take the chance you going you're probably going to catch these symbiote hands.
0: Yeah, because he's attacked cops, he's attacked uh, you know, mercenaries, uh, he's attacked Spider-Man all for the seemingly goal of protecting innocence. And so that ends, you know, this arc when he says basically, I will stay here. I will uh I never abuse your trust and I will be the protector of this subterranean layer. And then basically we get a little bit of a synopsis saying that the next thing will be Venom Funeral Pyre. And to my knowledge, Funeral Pyre is a comic with featuring the Punisher. But I have to double check that. But I'm pretty sure that's what it was. So not only is this the uh first story arc where Venom is a sort of hero, but this is the first Venom story arc by himself, where there's a comic called Venom. And so when you're creating a Venom movie and it you know, I'm it really, makes sense really to, to see have how, that
1: yeah. This is this is going to be oh, I think I on, think all I, the underground
0: stuff is gone. I think, so too. I think so too. You cut all that out. All the underground but stuff you is get gone.
1: do you get a nod to that? I'm interested to see how I, that nod would be to that cuz you know they like to throw nods and stuff in there. Um they got
0: um You could probably still do it like let's say let's say there's homeless people living under a bridge and somebody has to dig under the bridge because they think that they, there's something there. And so they're constantly messing with these homeless people and then Eddie Brock well, the life, has to... The sort life of...
1: Foundation is in the movie, so... Yes, it is. So it's Carlton others, Drake. So yeah, Carlton Drake is also in the movie. And, and he has
0: different symbiotes. Mm-hmm. So that's supposed to be all in play. Um, and maybe we'll get a little bit of, of Venom's uh, you know sympathetic backstory here.
1: You think we just get two um, symbiotes? No. Or you get just three or four.
0: No. Uh, Kevin Smith uh, said that he, I don't know if he heard or saw or something, but that the third act is going to do something where we're going to go. Oh my God. And he's not one to, to throw <laughs> things yeah, like that around. Say, that was about to be <laughs> so he's like that third he, act. Yeah. Uh, from what I've heard, that third act is going to be bananas. And in one week's time, we will have known what that is. So hopefully all of that is good. But, uh, what, I guess, what are your last thoughts, uh, concerning this comic? Um,
1: this is something that I definitely will come back to read again. Um, I really I and I know a bunch of head a bunch of heads who know of Venom but haven't also read this comic or know that it even exists. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the fact that Spider Man is in it will also add some more juice to the add some more gas to the to, to the fire or pique everybody else's interest.
0: Yeah. So I think he was I, in it just enough.
1: Yeah, I think so you too. He wasn't even overbearing or anything like that. He would you be gotta, like your training wheels, right? Like, like if you don't know of, the universe. You got a sprinkle of Peter in there too. So that Mary was Mary Jane, New York, Danny yep.
0: Bugle, things that you recognize. So before I'm, they introduce you to a whole glad nother glad I liked it as as
1: as much more as I thought I was gonna like it initially.
0: And not for nothing, but they've always kept this character afloat. Yeah, and I'm going
1: to keep my eyes on a couple of things inside of the comic that I like, too, that I want to pay attention when it comes to the movie, so.
0: Yeah. Um, there is uh, definitely interest in the character. He's always been around. Right. You know, just recently they had a, a Venomverse, you mm-hmm. know, crossover. They had, like, look at all these different heroes, Venomized. Uh, there's Venomized uh, uh, Funko Pops. Oh,
1: uh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like...
0: The, the the Venom thing, since its inception, has always been popular, it's always been um, present, and so I hope that Sony is able to pull what made this comic good and put it in their movie. In one week's time, we will know whether or not Sony was able to do... Um, what Marvel's been doing for years, which is keep uh Venom relevant, keep him exciting, and put him in situations that make us question whether or not we even really know the character. Because this made me think like, oh wow, I what I thought what I've had in my head of him is way different. He the symbiote is like a child and he just wants to be he just wants to be good. He wants to do this right. So I really, really, really dug it. Go ahead, Eddie Brock. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> I really dug it. And I, I I, would love to just start tearing into some other Venom comics. So hopefully the movie is so good that it makes me get that urge. Because I got a lot of comics on the back burner. I'm still yeah. reading Doomsday Clock. I still I'm think still it's going to
1: be better than Dark Phoenix.
0: That, is, that your, is that your guess? Yes. This
1: is my... It's a
0: fact. Oh, no. We have to do our thing that we do. The m- random... Uh, the random prediction? prediction, the random crazy prediction for the film that probably won't come true. One each. Uh, and you, you've you heard it here first on major issues if it does come true. I will say... Wait, this is for Dark Phoenix? No, this is, is for, for Venom. Venom. Yeah. Venom? Hmm. I'm going whole hard. Carnage is in this oh, film. shit. He stole mine. Carnage is oh, in man. this movie, bro. Yeah, hell yeah. Movie. hell yeah. Carnage is here. And he is coming. Whether or not... Whether I think or not I he he'll be. I think Cassidy. I don't know. If he
1: doesn't, if he doesn't make an appearance throughout the movie, I I think we'll get either or. Um, we'll get either the symbiote of Venom throughout the movie, and we'll matter of fact, I think we'll get both. We'll get the symbiote of Carnage in the movie, and, and we'll get Cletus maybe for like a post credit or something like that.
0: They said that uh, Woody Harrelson might be playing Cletus Cassidy.
1: has got chops. Yeah, that dude's got chops.
0: He knows his way around a movie set. Yeah,
1: and he's been he's done some some things.
0: Speaking of doing some things, we are doing all kinds of things here as part of the Major Issues podcast brought to you by Comic Book Click. We are reviewing movies, TV shows, and comic books just like this one. And if you like this episode, be sure to like share and subscribe tell your friends about it rate and review us on itunes because it's the quickest way for us to become better podcasters we find out the do's and don'ts of what you guys like and what you guys like to hear about so go ahead and try to rate and review us on itunes but you can find all major issues episodes wherever podcasts are found that's podbean podcast attic stitcher apple podcast app youtube uh we're on spotify everywhere literally google major issues podcast and we'll be the first ones to pop up and like i said again we're brought to you by comic book click and if you want to reach us at comic book click all you have to do is go to facebook.com slash comic book click instagram at comic book click or use the hashtag comic book click to talk about the newest hottest latest and greatest things to come to comic books and comic book media don't forget to use the twitter machine Mm. at at major issues cbc uh, one of the members of the clique will be manning that at all times. And we're going to hear what you guys have to say about Venom, maybe this comic, or any of the other episodes of Major Issues that have existed. Mm-hmm. But uh, Use yeah. the hashtags too, man we till Comic-Con, baby. We're going to be at Comic-Con. comic Click will be at Comic-Con, Comic-Con. Comic-Con. I'm going to go to Comic-Con and then after that I'm going to go to Comic-Con and when I'm at Comic-Con, go ahead shoot us something on all the social media networks. Let us know where you are going to be and maybe we can link up. Maybe we can do like one of those um a thing. Uh one of those flash mobs where everyone starts dancing randomly? I'm with it. I don't have I don't have the cardio I used to have, but you know, who knows? Who knows? But we definitely got some big things coming down the pike for, uh, as far as major issues is concerned. And definitely count but click. So make sure that you are on the money because we are constantly posting and letting people know what is going on. But my name is George Serrano, a.k.a. The Don. Who I am, your cloudus Maximus. And this has been our Venom Lethal Protector recap and review. And whether or not you are a failure to your parents. Whether or not you've been well, bit by a radioactive sh- spider, ooh, I like that. One whether or not sound or fire is some sort of weakness, or whether or not you have truly bonded with that other alien symbiote in your life, remember, we are Venom. We are the Click, and you, yes, you, are worthy. worthy.